What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 39 of the Lombard Trucking Show, where at time of recording, I'm coming at you live from the old stop off the Route 66, the former hideaway of Bonnie and Clyde themselves, at one of my favorite hangouts here at the 44 Petro in Joplin, Missouri. And if you notice, I'm on video. And I'm uploading this to YouTube, and it's on Spotify as vid- as a video as well. And here's the deal. Moving forward into 2023, we are going full steam ahead. And uh, If you have noticed, my past couple episodes have all had guests on them. And we're going to be ramping up guests on this show. And actually, the reason why I wanted to record this specifically was to put an open call out out there to anybody listening. Uh, I want you on the show, especially drivers. My goal this year is to talk to as many drivers as possible. Reason being, I told you from the start of starting the podcast and from the start of starting my YouTube channel is I have um, found my way in this industry and found my way uh, in trucking through other people documenting their stories down to replacing you know, the hose clamps on my own truck and minor repairs to booking loads, you name it. I've benefited from other people documenting their story. So I've decided to do the same. However, things kind of change when you go from company driver to owner operator, you start to want to take ownership of what's going on around you. So that way you can succeed and you start having to pay attention to a lot more and you You're paying attention to markets. You're paying attention to politics. You're paying attention to a myriad of things going on that affect your business because it is your business. And now I know that there's a lot of naysayers out there who all say, oh, you know, you chose this, you this. Why bother? Just quit X, Y, Z. I'm not even going to fucking bother with that kind of thought process. I think that that's fucking garbage thinking. And if you think that way, then there's no reason that, uh, I need to even listen or care about it. So moving forward, back to what I was saying on why I want to have drivers is um, I said it a couple episodes ago. I I didn't care at first about, I still don't care. I don't care about followers. I don't care about a following. I don't care about, I don't care about monetizing this, this stuff. The money doesn't matter. And more on that in a second too, because I've got a fucking, uh, proof to back why money doesn't matter based off of what I'm doing. Um, here's the thing. I want this show to grow because the message I'm delivering ultimately is to help people. It is to help this in- industry. It is to help truck drivers. I want to fight for other drivers to win. I've said it time and time again on this show. I only win if those around me win. If other drivers are winning, it's only going to benefit me. It's only going to make my life better. And as fun as I, as much fun as I have making this show, telling you about, you know, my adventures going across America and, you know, the brokers I deal with and booking loads and this and this and that, all that sort of things. That's all good and fun and all, but it only goes as far as that's just my story. I'm just one person. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, as you know, where some of you may find my life, you know, kind of interesting, I guess in a lot of ways it is, you know, I'm not trying to self brag or anything is there's other people's stories that need to get out there. 
and I want to have them on because look, not every driver is going to make a podcast, but if it's one thing about truck drivers that you'll notice, if you ever go to a truck stop or if you got any friends who are on, any friends who are drivers, we love to talk. I'll tell you, there are drivers who you can have conversations on a CB radio for hours with the guy. If you're going in the same direction around cruise control, no matter what, if I go walk inside of that 44 Petro right now, I go sit down at that iron skillet and shoot the shit with the driver right now. And he'll tell me his entire life story. And that's the thing. See, there's a lot of content out there whether it be on YouTube, on other podcasts, or wherever you go with all these fake-ass influencers and shit like that, a lot of these people aren't fucking real, all right? These people, they bought their way into this. They were already kind of rich. Their stories aren't even all that fucking great. They just happen to be, uh, you know, above a seven on the 10 scale and aren't fat. So people fucking pay attention to what they do because they got kind of good at using Instagram. Look, I'm not good at using any of this stuff. I'm learning as I fucking go. You know, I am a truck driver at the end of the day, but here's the fucking deal is we need on this digital atmosphere, this digital universe, more stories from real people and these drivers their stories are what needs to get out there. I could come on this podcast day in, day out, come on YouTube day in, day out, and tell you, oh, XYZ happened to me, this happened to me, XYZ, this, this, and that. I'm just one guy. What needs to start happening is there needs to be a collective database of me talking to drivers from all across the country who are going through the same bullshit, whether it be the long wait times at shippers and receivers, the fact that they don't let drivers use the bathrooms, the parking issue, the uh, overtime issued, like detention, you know, detention time, overpay, overtime pay, everything, you name it, down, down to how dispatchers treat them, whatever it is, I want their stories on here to shoot out to the rest of the world. And also, if their stories get on here, their friends are going to listen to it and tell their friends. And that's the way this show can grow. Like I said, I don't care about monetizing, but I want this show to grow because deep down, that's all I want to do. In my heart, all I want to do is help people. We talked about this with Candace about what it means to be a Christian and all that. And I get it. There might be people who listen to the show who aren't believers. That's fine. I don't, I'm not pushing anything down anybody, but guess what? If I'm going to, if I'm going to, there's, I, I'm a believer, but the thing is, if I'm going to believe in something like that, like Christianity, I need to act on it. I need to follow on it. You know, uh, pretty sure that's something Christ talked about is being an active, an active follower, uh, in, in him, you know, not being, you know, the lukewarm people are who he doesn't want. The people who say, oh yeah, I'm into it, but they don't do anything. They don't act on it. I want to act on it. Now I can't just go run around and save people. That's just not logical. But we have this technology. We have this means of communication. We have this means of getting a message out there to people who can fix things, people in our government. I, and I know that they're useless. And I know I'm going to be complaining about them a lot. But that's not the point, is they need to keep hearing it. I uploaded a reel on Instagram recently. And I don't even know who the douchebag was, but he was talking about how he cares about truckers in the same. He says in the same breath, he says he cares about truckers. He says he helped truckers out by supporting a bill that lowered the age of getting CDLs to 18, but then says he doesn't want to tell industries what to do by by just removing the exemption of overtime to pay truck drivers overtime because he doesn't think government should interfere with any other any industry, even though it's the most interfered with industry ever. These people are so out of touch with reality. 
in the in offices, but also at the same time where we have a government that is out of touch with reality, there is a there is a general public of people, Americans, non-drivers, who don't know about the things going on in the supply chain. Talked about it a little bit with Gord a couple hours ago. Legitimate indentured servitude going on at these ports, going on in British Columbia. Like, what are we talking about here? You know, there's all this virtue signaling and all this bullshit going on about human trafficking and, um, you know, treating immigrants right and all this stuff. And it's just going on literally right in in front of people's faces. And the thing is, it's very easily fixed. Reason being, this is the most regulated industry. Next to fucking oil and gas, I don't know that many industries that are as regular. Airline industry is one, but guess what the airline industry has? They have strong fucking unions. Pilots don't have to fly X in this. They've got same thing with all their staff. And look, but even look at what's happening to these airline companies. They're a fucking monopoly. They're kind of like the railroads. They're hanging on by one thin line. It's only a matter of time before the airline industries all walk out too. And more power to them. I hope they fucking do. So long story short, if you're a driver or connect to the transportation industry, I want to talk to you. But also, I want to talk to all my friends too. If you're listening, I want to have you on just to have a conversation. I want to make an episode with people. I want to be in touch with people. I want to keep in touch with people. If you're if you're listening to this show right now, I know exactly the type of person you are. You're a fucking real person. You have a real story. You're probably doing something very interesting in your life. So let's freaking talk about it. You know what I mean? Um, but enough on that. Uh, I'm sure I'll be talking about it more in the future. Uh, I mentioned earlier the direction of the business. Long story short, uh, my time as an independent owner-operator working as a contractor for r r Solutions has come to an end. Uh, love them to death. Honestly, would not be here without them. Uh, personally, I think the situation I had going and the contract we had uh, together is the only reason why I survived through uh, the fuel prices and with some of the rates. Uh, being able to fall back on some of their customers they had contracted freight with uh, kept me rolling kept us hot, um, kept us out of the red. Um, you know what I mean? But here's the deal. Um, I re- I've been waiting, waiting, and waiting for this market to turn around. A lot of people have been talking about it. Everyone said, you know, come summertime, everyone's saying October, October. October came around and it, got, it was just flat. November, hey, November. November is going to change. Kept kind of flat. Hey, peak season's coming. Right before Thanksgiving, leading up to Thanksgiving, all throughout December. It's going to be good. Okay, it kind of went up, but it wasn't the peak that it normally is. And I've been hearing the inside baseball out there from a lot of manufacturings down. Uh, Gord talked about it uh, in the episode I did with him about he's running logs on a log truck. And these paper companies, you know, the places that need wood to make their products, they're manufacturing less. So he's driving less. You know, it's pretty, you know, pretty clear there. We can see the direction of where this is going and the spot market is taking a huge hit. Look, I'm not going to fucking sugarcoat this. The big R words coming recession. You know, we'll, we'll call it we call it the R word because we don't like to speak things into existence. So from now on, we'll just call it the R word. And we're not talking about, you know, those with disabilities. So get that out of your mind. Anywho, the big R word is coming. The spot market's taking a hit. I will be upfront and honest with you. I've scoured the load boards 
uh, all throughout the holidays. The only place that's kind of good right now for drive and freight, like I said, I'm just talking general freight, all kinds. It's only really good Ohio, Chicago area, and it's really just coming out. I've, there's a few hot loads coming out of Missouri. I've noticed a lot, but it's just Missouri. The stuff going over $5 a mile going out, and it's like, so you get a decent payday, but everything else, not that good. Everything coming out of Ohio, going east, going to Florida, then it's a fucking freight graveyard no matter what. You could barely sniff $2 a mile. That's just where it's going. So look, I could eat, you know, I could come on the podcast and go on Instagram and go on TikTok like some of these other guys and fucking pout, bitch, moan, complain about rates and this and cry about brokers all the time. Look, that's I'm not saying that that's not necessary sometimes. You know, like I said, you know, just talk to Reed on the podcast. He, he's very honest about how some brokers operate out there and about how the communication needs to be better and things like that. But look, you could bitch, cry, moan until the fucking cows come home. At the end of the day, if you run a business, if you're an owner operator, whatever it is you do, no matter where you are, you got to pivot, period. You know, uh, that that's it. A uh, good friend of mine, friend of the show, the travel trucker, go check out his YouTube channel, serve with the Marine Corps, my buddy Jenkins. He's got a buddy who did the same thing. Owner operator owned a dry van trailer, sold it, got a flatbed, no flatbed experience, watched YouTube videos. Now he's killing it. So we're going to be doing the same. Uh, there is a motor carrier out of Waterloo, Iowa that I'm taking my tractor over to before I get into it. We had, th I had thought about getting the authority, uh, going into a line of credit, because uh, we have good and we have good credit too, uh, and possibly taking the risk on getting more equipment, getting the flatbed ourselves. Prices really aren't there yet, and the financing is also not that great. You got to look at these interest rates and stuff like that. It's not too hot. Also, inventory is not that great. Um, you're either buying brand new or garbage. So we're just going to wait uh, for this market to kind of equalize when it comes to adding equipment. So, anyways, carrier out of Waterloo, Iowa called Warren Transport. They're a 100% owner-operator driven company, meaning they don't have any company drivers. All they have are contractors who work for them. Uh, I have a very good friend of mine, friend of the show, Ben. Uh, he's on, uh, him and I met, you know, via social media, like a lot of us drivers have, like we talked about with Candace. He's over there at Warren. Now he's pulling drive in with them, but him and I have talked money and, um, with how he runs and what he's doing. Him and I are very similar, uh, similar people. We run kind of similar, even on the dry van side, uh, he's doing very well. Um, they have good fuel discounts on their fuel card. So I started doing research. Uh, they also have a specialized division and will train you on securement, um, as an owner operator. And their setup is very similar to what I had here at R and R. Um, but here's the difference. Warren has contracts. So they have contracts with customers, meaning the freight is there. It's not going, it's not going away. One of their biggest contracts is with John Deere. They move a lot of tractors out of Laredo. They move a lot of stuff out of the port of Houston. They're up and down 35 a lot. 35 goes right up to Iowa. 35 also runs through where I live. So we're talking about uh, being able to run through the house more, get home a little bit more, but also these contracted rates are a lot higher than what you're getting on the spot market. So still could work off load boards and still am open to, I can find, you know, if say, Hey, if you're listening to this and you want to give Lombard trucking some business, um, 
and you want me to move something with my trailer, I could still get a carrier packet from Warren over to you guys. That could still work, but for the most part, I'll be rolling and I'll be working with a driver manager on this. So I'll be, so it's kind of, I'm a little bit more hands off, which is a breath of fresh air because here's the deal. Um, I was picking all my own loads and doing all of it via load boards. That takes up some time. And here's the real deal. And I was talking about this today with some people because when it comes to these wait times as shippers and receivers, because uh, not to jump around too much, we talked about it with Gord and we mentioned it on earlier podcasts about paying truckers overtime. If we were to pay truckers overtime, it would lead to the trickle down would lead to less wait times to shippers and receivers because they'd be incentivized to not keep trucks waiting at their docks. Well, here's the thing that whole waiting at the docks thing. It's unpredictable. Like the only time I could predict it is if, is by checking the fucking Google reviews of this place and ho- and, and do the math in my head on whether a three and a half stars is good or not, because I see one, one star that said I was here for six hours and I saw one that said that they were there for two. So here's the thing. I've missed out on good paying loads because I can't predict that if I deliver at 8 a.m. that I'll be out of there by noon to be able to make it to a two o'clock appointment. That's 100 miles away. So that's the type of fucking bullshit planning that comes with running up the spot market. It's just not sustainable in the near future. If you're an owner operator, listen to this running off the spot market and you disagree, hey, reach out to me and tell me. I'm just going off what I'm seeing. Um, here, like I told you the Midwest is hot. And it's if I lived in Ohio, I'd stay doing what I'm doing. But that's just the thing. You're Not all businesses are created equal. Your market matters. Where you live matters. Like if, you know, you can't, you know, <laughs> you can't own a deep sea fishing boat in Nebraska. You know what I mean? It's, just because you own a truck and you can move freight at all times, like, look, at the end of the day, there's still a human behind the steering wheel. For now, I know some people don't want it, you know, the tech people, but for now there's a human behind it. And I got a house that I fucking pay for that I kind of would like to be at. You know, I just left R&R today and uh, I'm going to miss Gravit, Arkansas. Nice little town, small corner of America in northwest Arkansas. Great place, but shit, I might have been in Gravit in fucking West Siloam Springs, Oklahoma, as much as my own house. And, uh, you know, personally, I want to get through the house more. I don't live in Ohio. I don't live in Indiana. I don't live in Wisconsin or Illinois. So, I, you know, I'm not going to do that. I was looking at it. So before I, you know, just talking here, there was another carrier that I did think about going with. That's GP Transco. And um, from what I've seen, they've got a good setup, too, with owner-operators, Uh, but they do strictly dry van. They have customers as well. And because of the size of their fleet, uh, they also work off load boards too. And the recruiter was very honest. He said, he goes, we do run guys off face off where the market's hot or not sort of besides customers. So they'll send you like, they keep their lanes hot, meaning like they try to keep their backhauls paying as much as what they got going to their customer xyz and he told me he goes he's like i'll be honest with you man for the foreseeable future i'm seeing that the midwest is hot he goes if he goes we're telling owner operators right now that you know if you want to make the money that you want to make uh you know you want you're going to want to stay out for you know three to five weeks and it's like look look i'm no stranger to work if you know me i fucking put in work look and i'm not coming on here to toot my horn but i i, I stay out you know 
two to four weeks at a time. I've gone over a month without going home. I'm no stranger to chasing the freight. I'm training for marathons out here. I'm keeping myself in shape. I do a lot, you know, and a lot of what I do, I'm doing for free. So it's like, I'm not shy away from going after the work. I'm about to be getting myself into something that requires more work. Flatbed, step tech, we're talking tarps, chains, shit like that. So I'm volunteering for more work. Granted, some more money comes with it. That's the thing. When it, can't, when it comes to, it's like, okay, I could just hang out in the Midwest and not go home for six weeks. But guess what? I, I'd be making this probably less than what I'm going to make going to Warren. So very much looking forward to the future. Um, very excited to go, get up there for orientation. Like I said, I didn't want to get into too much detail. It's Friday uh, night at time of recording. And my orientation starts Monday. Uh, I will definitely drop another road update. Um, probably like right when I get my first load. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. I've also got a lot of good interviews lined up. Um, one very prominent one that I'm very excited to have on somebody who's, uh, somebody who's really blown up out there in the political scene, uh, who I think is going to make some very positive moves and changes. Uh, so we've got some good guests coming on. So please stay tuned. Uh, and if you could please share the show. Um, like I, I've said it a couple times on here, I don't give monetizing, whatever. I don't, I don't care. I, I don't care about any, any of that. Um, you know, it's all good and all that, that, that'd be a bonus if anything. And honestly, if I was able to ever monetize anything from content, you know what it's going right back into this, this business. So, because I want to, my dream now and what and one of my goals, whether it be this year or in the foreseeable future, I want to be able to say the words I'm hiring. That's what I want to do more than anything. I want to say I'm hiring. I want to give good people a good paying job. I want to give somebody I want to give somebody a job where they're fucking so pumped to come to work. And I want them to come and be like, fuck, yeah, I drive for Lombard. I want them every July 4th to look forward to the fucking Lombard barbecue that that or the the annual anniversary party that's what i want to do that that's right trucking is giving me that opportunity there's not really anything else that's giving me that so if anything sharing the show and sharing this content only builds towards me giving that back and if you need proof of that look no further than what i'm doing on the first format here's the thing i've watched hundreds of hours of training videos on nutrition diet, supplements, all this stuff, paid to do that, mind you. I've paid to do this. And I'm on this app, using it, getting people to come on it, getting drivers to come on it, to help them out, to just be a fucking coach, to be their coach, to help them along the way, to keep them on a nice path, to help them on their fitness. I'm doing it for absolutely no money. I get paid nothing. Like I said, I paid the app's $12.99 a month, Okay. It's like it's very similar to my fitness pal premium if you think about it that way but the app comes with live streams it comes with workout plans you can track your macros on it very well track your water all your supplements track your workouts and at the same time I'm able to talk to them see what they're doing and help kind of fucking lead them in the right direction I'm doing this completely for free and I got a team on there I don't want anything in return all I want to do is see these drivers live better lives. I was just walking back from the bathroom 
coming back from the 44 Petro. And there's drivers out here. We, we talked about it with Candace about these people's lives are being cut short. Their entire lives get cut short because of this job. This job requires the sacrifice of mind and body that also goes ignored by the general public, by the government, by all, by everybody. People don't realize it. Their lives are being shortened by 11 years just because of it. It doesn't need to be that way is what I'm trying to say. I know the conditions out here are tough. I know it's not ideal. And I know doing this is kind of hard. But that's why, because these people, these drivers deserve better in every single way. When it comes to parking, regulation, in every single way, drivers deserve more because of what they're doing for this country. The clothes on your back, the food that you wear, everything you got came on a truck. So you want to know what? The people who move those trucks deserve better. And I, myself, and I'm willing to fight on all every front of that battle to make it better for them. And I'll do it for no fucking money. I'm already doing it for no money. I'm sitting here on a Friday night. I could be at a sports bar in Wings. I could be doing 100 million other fucking things right now. But instead, I'm out here just getting a nice message out there because at the end of the day, I just want to help people. I just want to make this world a better place. And if you don't believe me, then come on the show and tell me and prove me otherwise. Prove me wrong. Prove to me why I don't mean what I say. But I'm going to leave it there. That's all I got. Thank you so much again for listening. Like I said, we're fucking rolling hard into 2023 and i want you there along with me we got a lot of big moves coming we got a lot going on i want you to be a part of it if you're listening shoot me a message i want all of you a part of this let's do this let's make the world a letter a better place let's lead by example let's get out there and get the fuck after it but as always at the end of the day if you ever just want to talk i'll be here